I was born 400 years ago in the highlands of Scotland. I am immortal, and I am not alone. Now is the time of the gathering, when the stroke of a sword will release the power of the quickening. In the end, there can be only one. And welcome to Mini Think. This is the follow-up episode to our main Double Think episode, which was about uh, immortality, amortality, and whether we should choose to live forever. We have received a mountain, a mountain of uh, responses, and uh, Ken's gonna. I haven't seen them yet, but Ken's gonna run through them now, I suppose. Yeah, I was happy that we did get uh, uh, responses and uh, relevant ones as well. So I'll go through Twitter, then we'll go. There was Facebook and Reddit, and then. Uh, Personal correspondence. Okay. Is, hit yeah. Me, hit All me right. up. Yeah. So uh, we've got Daniel Considine, uh, who's on Twitter, at Dano Considine. He, he was the first responder, our first listener. He kind of is a fan because he's made some some fan art. Uh, so he said, he said in a tweet, uh, awful urge to either visit China or get a takeaway tonight after listening to that episode. And he put up a picture of a Chinese flag with our two little characters on it, the dinosaur and the smiley face. That was very nice of him. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's that's very nice, isn't it? But anyway, oh yeah, so he recommends that we watch Altered Carbon. Which I have watched. Well, I watched the first series and I watched three quarters of the first episode of the second series, which has just come out the other day. Yeah, is it uh, it's, it's like a It's like a lot of sci-fi series in that uh, it's a great concept, starts very well, goes to shite. Now... It starts better than most sci-fi. It's like quite believable, quite gritty. Uh, really, the, the basic concept of it was, and this won't be a spoiler because it's just the, the start point, that some point in the future, um, people can download their consciousness into something that's called a stack. And the stack is placed somewhere in your spinal cord, but the stack can live on. Uh, your body is just like, it's called, the bodies are called sleeves and your body can be disposed of, you can be killed and you can re animate yourself with a stack in a different body uh, but it's got that thing going on where you know only really the rich people are living forever and all the poor people are kind of like falling by the wayside it's good yeah it just starts really well the first five episodes are great and then it just goes a bit shark jumpy uh, so do you want to hear his comment hit it hit me with it. sorry I thought that was his comment <laughs> oh yeah it was but that was just like a, I don't think that was the main thing anyway so uh, here's what uh, Daniel Considine Said, he says, uh, really enjoying it. And then he goes, I get that with immortality, there's so much to see in the world. You can spend thousands of years at it. But how much can the human mind take before you just don't care anymore? Before the passion to see what's around the next corner is eroded away? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a, a, it's obviously a really hard question to answer because it's something we'll never experience. But it has to be telling. I thought this is around the corner. I mean... <laughs> It's something we've never have experienced uh, or any other human up until this point. But I think I'm only going to my own kind of, my own sort of mind frame. 
I find like if it's something you don't know, I feel like it's always going to be interesting. So unless you've exhausted knowledge, I think it's still going to be interesting because you won't you won't know what it is like. He seems to be saying you're going to get bored eventually. Like I don't I don't think so. I think I think between the, there's so many variants like nothing is ever the same that there's enough variants that will keep you going until heat out of the universe. Hmm. Well, maybe that's just my main mind frame. Yeah, I mean, I think, is, isn't there like some just chemical in your brain that's firing off whenever you're interested in something? Yeah, I think like it's it's probably a, you know, a evolutionary self-preservation thing. It's it's good to learn knowledge so your brain gives you a nice little dopamine mm. boost every time you learn something new. Is it possible to die, to literally die of boredom? I doubt it. Well, your, your brain is just so uninterested that yeah. you just, it will just say, that's enough. Right, anyway, other Twitter comment. This is from Les Knight, who we actually had on the programme. Lovely man. Yeah, he was a lovely man. He wanted us all to die, but a lovely yeah. man nonetheless. Uh, and this isn't really feedback. I, I just threw this in because it was nice what he said. Uh, he said it was deep yet whimsical philosophical analysis from several perspectives. So, yeah, good on him. Right, so I'm going to put this to you. Uh, this is from Dave. Go on. He says, uh, you should ask Mac... Would he be willing to be immortal if there were loads of other immortals and he had to occasionally fight the others in sword fights where if he wins, he gets electrocuted by lightning and if he loses, he dies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually like, I don't think that was supposed to be a serious question, but it's actually trapping me. I'm like, it wouldn't be a nice existence. I always thought I always thought the Highlander the thing I didn't understand about it was like he could have just surely he could have just found somewhere where nobody would find him uh, but uh, I know the they end, have that sense in the end there can be only one yeah why <laughs> why could there be only one because that's the premise of the show yeah I know but I don't we never find out why there could only be one because there's ones where he kills he's like fighting his mate and you're like just don't fight him oh, you can go you go live in Alaska he can go live in South Africa you'll be fine We'll never see each other. Or live in the same apartment, the same which apartment. is what they did. <laughs> yeah, but they killed each other eventually, didn't they? Or one of them killed the other one. Presumably the Highlander one. I, I can't remember. I think he did. Uh, yeah, but you see, in the end, there can be only one. <laughs> All right, Jeff, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did you not hear that? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll tell t- You would? <laughs> no, you'd have no to actually, g- hang on. No, I wouldn't. But that would completely <laughs> interfere with your, your pacifist yeah. views. Yeah, no, I won't take it. I, I said that flippantly. So you'll die... Yeah, I suppose so. You could be an immortal and just be, be you know, become okay with the fact that the Highlander is going to cut your head off. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're you're right. I'll I'll take it. Okay, and I'll just run away. I mean, that's like you know, run away or reason my way out of the conflict. I don't know how successful that will be, but maybe I'll put up the argument I said there, where the guy goes, "I'm going to kill you." There has to be only one. I can be like, but why does there only have to be only one? Yeah, it's it's in the end there can be only one, you see. Yeah, and so, he's, he's going to go because that's the plot that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, something that you, you didn't realise and something that Dave brings up here um, is uh, in the Highlander, being on holy ground, not, an immortal can't kill you on holy ground. Ah, uh, yeah. My so, memory of Highlander is quite sketchy, as you can tell. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you could just, you could go and just, you know, be a priest live in the church so anyway on to Dave's question this is what he says he goes I'd like being immortal in that instance myself so this is where you you know like you're in the Highlander 
but would live in fear, so would probably become a priest as holy ground is protected. Do you think the parochial house counts as holy ground, or is it just the church itself? Please cover my last question in the Revisit podcast. Okay. Uh, you're asking me that. Yeah, I would say, no, I would say, sorry, the parochial house is not holy ground because the parochial house is often like a house that's just in a housing estate that's just bought by the church. So I don't yeah. I don't think it would be like holy ground. And that's, but can't uh, priests like bless some water and it's holy water? So you could just bless your gaff or just bless everything as you're walking around, be ble- holy ground. Everything's holy ground. Mm, I don't that's know. That's a loophole. That they didn't discuss in Highlander. Maybe they did. Was there ever a priest immortal in Highlander? I don't remember. I don't know. Hopefully people... No, I was going to say people can get onto us and... I do. We just... Yeah, go... All right. If you're listening and you know the answer, get onto us. Um, What about like, uh, you know, if you're a monk, you live in a monastery. Is that holy ground? Does that count? Oh, yeah. The monastery counts as holy ground. Why? Because it's a place of worship. Uh, like, you know, I actually lived in a monastery, not lived in a monastery, I stayed in a monastery for a weekend. Did so you, did I. Yeah, they do all sorts of praying and vows of silence and was, all sorts of rites and things. I was there on a language course. Where was that? In Germany. Mm-hmm. Near near Mainz. No, it wasn't. Oh, well, yeah. It doesn't matter, it was in Germany. <laughs> 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 yeah. So... So you would recommend Dave, if he finds himself in that situation, to become a monk rather than a priest? Well, the, mo- the monk, yeah, because you'd be living somewhere safer. But like I said, you might be able to utilise that priest loophole of just b- bless everything you walk past. Yeah, well, you know, if anyone knows, get back to us on that. Uh, right. Who's going to know that? Whether that would work in the Highlander Maybe the writer in the Highlander is listening. That is true. That is true. Yeah, right. Anyway, so... Uh, this is from Facebook comments. Uh, this is from Eric Mongan. He goes, I think Freddie Mercury said it best when he said, another one bites the dust. It's, uh... Sorry about that, everyone listening. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> right, so anyway, uh, this is another comment from Eric Mongan. Uh, he goes, I finished the podcast, lads, and I really enjoyed it. Keep it going. I think the psychological aspect would be the biggest factor in being a mortal. By the way, Aubrey de Grey is on the Joe Rogan podcast today, coincidentally. Yep. Yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, okay, so, moving on. Uh, so, uh, this is from Reddit. Go on. Okay, a user called Abdul1E3 says, being eternal is boring. What do you think of that? How does he, well, does he know? Well, he must, he's written it. It's <laughs> his opinion. It's on Reddit, so it must be a yeah. fact. So being eternal is boring. Yeah, I'd say that's that's a silly comment and that it would be inter- quite interesting. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, uh, okay. So here's, this is a bit of a longer comment. This is from uh, a guy a reddit user a guy or girl this is from a a reddit user called Adelphi uh, so anyway so he Adelphi says I think it's funny that so often people frame it as inverted commas living forever 
because that's not at all what anti-aging and longevity are about. Living forever would mean you have to defy the laws of physics, nothing could kill you. A more honest and accurate phrasing would be indefinitely healthy. Large rocks can fall on you and crush you, cyanide will still poison you and bombs can still blow you up, but you'll feel great the whole time leading up to that. Basically I'm saying all, car, all cause mortality will still be a thing even without aging. On average, you'll still have a near 100% chance of death after a few thousand years. So all these pro-death people are kind of a non-sequitur. They're basically saying, we're all better off suffering from degenerative diseases. Sorry, fuckers. I've watched my relatives decline from aging and they themselves say it's absolute shite. No conscious being deserves to go through suffering like that. And anyone that says otherwise is being a huge fucking douche, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's, an, that's an interesting angle. I mean, I don't know if I can condone his uh, use of bad language, but uh, I don't think those, the kind of our pro-deaf people, though, like, they're not, they're not, you can say that they're being in favour of suffering, but they're not really, like, they're, they're just saying eventually they think that death is a natural thing, which I guess, you know, if we're just prolonging health, they may not necessarily be against that. I think I think for them it's just a detachment of the of the of the reality of it with the with the idea of it. They they think that there's a cycle to life and you should be born, you should grow older, and then you should die in a reasonable amount of years. I think this person makes a, a good point by saying the more accurate phrasing is indefinitely healthy. Uh, I mean, it it is a reframing of it, but in a way that I that kind of makes it more accurate. So yeah. the, the question is, like, are you in favour of uh, being indefinitely healthy or disease, essentially? Yeah, and I obviously, know? well, I obviously agree with him. And that kind of goes back to what um, Aubrey de Grey was saying about he wanted to rephrase it as well. Remember, he wanted, amor- he, instead of immortality, he wanted immorbidity. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is the last one we have. So this is from Ganjisur. Gan- no, Ganjisur. How do you spell that? Uh, uh, G-A-N-J-I-S-S-E-U-R Right, so this is what this person says Life is precious because it's short and imperfect We aren't creatures designed for more than absorption of stimuli For the average 50 to 80 year long procession of said stimuli Our ego tells us this is the only existence we have But even science can't say for certain that's the case Every conclusion we make as humans is a conclusion to humans. Once we shed this mortal coil, we either dissolve into nothingness or we ascend to a higher level of awareness that isn't burdened by our abysmally insufficient five senses. Regardless of who and how many say so, no one truly knows. Not the Pope, not the top scientist. You could have the most ironclad theory of existence. It's still a theory. That's really only relevant to our method of perception and then he finishes off with life man okay that is that is interesting we didn't we didn't really touch much upon uh the afterlife and ideas of an afterlife and that's totally fine like there may be it's it's like it's exactly like our listener said there there might be an afterlife there might not a scientist can't tell you one way or another Neither, in my personal opinion, can any religious leaders. But you know that this exists now, and if you like it, 
like why would you take a, the gamble like it's like you know being on a game show and you've won the biggest prize that they have and the guy goes do you want to take home the prize or do you want to try the black box and you're like well why would you try the black box what's going to be in the black box that's better than the biggest prize the game show has to offer it could be two of the biggest prize it could be two of the best prize but like you've obviously you've you've won as far as you know what is the best prize yeah so why would you gamble on the black box could be nothing yeah uh I guess so. I I like that he he brought this up or she. Um, I think it's a it's a. I think we should have an episode about that because we're, you know, we're we're trying to ask impossible to answer questions. And I think a a great one is what happens after you die or is there an afterlife? Yeah, I don't know where you'd go with it though because we've just said that nobody can. Well, we would. That. Well, we would ask people who to who, who. Well, there are people who have an idea of what they think the answer is. We can talk to them. Well, you see, that's the point of the the whole thing. That's it's like it's an impossible question. Have a go. I think we should we should definitely make it an episode in the future. Well, could we? Because uh, yeah, no, no, just just I, I was gonna say could I was gonna suggest a name for the episode, but I'll just I'll just spring it on you when the episode comes. It's oh. it's somewhat related to that. Okay, great. but uh, yeah, because people might not know, but that's our basic. I don't know if we said it in any of our episodes. That's our principle. Is that. Whoever's turn it is to ask the question, the other person doesn't know. So, oh yeah. So I've right. I've got one I've got one coming on this. Grand. But what do you what do you make of like uh, as a, a short bit, not a whole episode, but like, do you buy into the the afterlife thing, or do you have any kind of feelings on it? Um. Well, are you? I've been. Or on what our listener said. Uh. I don't know. I have a kind of an idea uh, that like consciousness might not be be local you know there's this there's this notion um it's it's called like panpsychism yeah and it, it's the idea that that you know uh like all matter consciousness may just be a kind of uh a characteristic of of matter you know but whereas say memories and all and everything that is experienced by consciousness may be local mm-hmm. in your head consciousness might be everywhere so maybe it just goes on yeah okay and it gets so it's like the the organism is a focal point for it kind of yeah yeah. so it just you know i'm not not saying this is what i believe i just this is something i've been kind of reading about and thinking about recently and i i find it uh really fascinating and the way of thinking about the, the question that i haven't really considered until recently yeah uh, there is a scientist who has a similar theory his name escapes me right now but we'll have him on okay. <laughs> when we talk about that okay uh, grand and that's it we've got no more no more comments or anything that was it wait wait can I can I ask it's you it's too late goodbye <laughs> everybody 